Good morning, everybody. I know that people have been very curious about why I'm wearing a boot. Well, actually, as I told somebody earlier, I'm actually doing some modeling for a, for a boot company at the moment, so. <laughs> you notice today that in the first reading and the gospel reading, water seems to feature quite often. But in the gospel reading, as, as the gospel moves along, along it, it, takes, it takes a different meaning. Anyway, the context for today's gospel reading is the fact that Jesus is on a journey. He's going from, from uh, the Jerusalem area from Judea up to Galilee, so he's heading north. And in order to get to, to Galilee, he has to go through an area called Samaria. Now, at one point in time, Samaritans and Jews were all one people, but then they had a, they had a, they had a fallout and so they became, they became mortal enemies. And so Jesus is going along and he's going through Samaria and we're told, it's obviously like today, it's gonna to be a very hot day. And so uh, he gets tired, he gets thirsty. And at noontime, he sits down uh, at a well. And all of a sudden, this Samaritan woman comes along and Jesus said to the Samaritan woman, he says, give me a drink. Now, in, in doing that, he was breaking all kinds of barriers in talking to the Samaritan woman. And she was sort of a, not a very nice lady, you could say, uh, an arrogant lady anyhow. And so she said to him, she says, how can you, a Jew and, and a man, ask me, a Samaritan and a woman, for a drink? Because remember, the two groups never really, really talked to each other. And his response was, he says, if you only knew the gift of God and who it is who has asked you for a drink, he would have given you living water. And in return, she says, she says sir, she says, uh, the well is deep and you don't have a bucket. Where do you expect to get this living water? And his response to her was, he says, anyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. Anyone who drinks the water that I give will never be thirsty. It become like a spring within him, welling up to eternal life. And in making that comment about he can give her some living water, all of a sudden he really got her attention. And remember, you know, when he first met her, it was at midday. And that mightn't seem very significant, but it was because uh, the women of that area would have gone to the well at, uh, in, in the morning, early in the morning while it was cool. And so the fact that he, this lady went at midday means that she was probably trying to avoid everybody else. So she was sort of a questionable woman at this point in time. But somehow she recognized, she recognized that Jesus had something she didn't know exactly what it was, but she recognized that he had something to offer to her. And so she says to him, to him give me, give me what, you're, what, what you have to ask her. And his response was, and it wasn't read in that shorter version today, his response to her was, he says, go call your husband and bring him here. And the lady said, she said, she says, I don't have a husband. And he says, well, he said, that's, that's nice. He says, the fact is, he says, you've had five husbands, and the person you're living with now is, is, not, is not your husband. 
So he caught her out, as it were, and, and then she said to him, she says, sir, she says, I know that you are a prophet. And then again, uh, the, the discussion that takes place between the two of them, it's a little, little technical in a sense, but at the end of it, she says to him, she says, she says, uh, she says I know that when the Messiah is coming, he is going to teach us everything. And the response of Jesus, and it's the first time he has done this in the scripture, his response to her was, I am he. I am your Messiah, in other words. And she is so whum, she is so excited by this, by the fact that she has met this, she was looking for something special in her life. And all of, she was looking for living water, right? And all of a sudden, she met none other than the Messiah himself. And because she was so, so excited, she like forgot almost who she was and where she was. And so she forgot her bucket. She forgot her bucket and she ran off in, into the village and probably had been at, at, at odds with the village people for a long time. But somehow she was, she was filled with the spirit. And so she said to them, come, up, come out, she says, and meet somebody, meet somebody who is, who is going to tell you, he told me everything about myself that I did. Surely, she says, he must be the Messiah. And so we know in the fact that some of the townspeople came along, they spent two days with him. And at the end of the two days, we're told, they said, now we, we came here on the testimony of this lady. But we have come to believe that you are the Messiah, the, the savior, of the world. So what a, wonderful, what a wonderful end to a challenging story at the beginning. The, the fact that the Jesus had made himself known to the woman and also to these other people in their midst. And so as we, as we head into, into the close to the Easter season, let's keep in mind that we have quite a number of people throughout the country who have been searching for Jesus. They're what we call charitumans and they would be baptized at Easter time. And many of them, like that woman at the well, they have come to know him gradually over a period of time. And then what about us? Well, if you look at the bulletin, it says, a call to holiness. We are all called to holiness at this time of, of, of year. And you know, we, we are blessed in a sense, and in another sense, we are not. That is, we're blessed to the extent that, that we have been grandfathered into the Catholic Church. In other words, it wasn't something you had to look for. It was sort of given as far as we was concerned, which in some ways is a blessing. But in other ways, in other ways it makes us a sort of uh, lazy, if you will. In other ways, it sort of means we accept the Lord and his kingdom without ever really reflecting upon that much. And so my advice, my, uh, I suppose, wish, my prayer for you at this point in time of the year is that between now and Easter, that you uh, ponder that living water, which the woman came to, came aware of. You have that living water already, but do you really know in a very real way, do you know the Lord himself? Do you know him fully? 
Have you, in a sense, searched for him, just like, like that Samaritan woman? Have you searched for him on the one hand, and have you come to know him? So that's your, your first uh, challenge during the, these days. The second is, you know, every Sunday we come up here at communion time, we receive, we put our hands and we receive the body of Christ and we answer, Amen. The question is, what do you really believe regarding that Eucharist? Do you really believe that is the body of Christ? Do we really believe that on this altar, on a given Sunday, that when the priest says, this is my body, this is my blood, that that living water, that Christ becomes present on the altar and that you receive him in a special way at communion time? So often, that is a tremendous mystery, and like that, it's so easy to take it all for granted. But I think that during this year in particular, all of us are invited, at least, to ponder that great reality, that, that living water, which so many people have searched for and have found. As I say, we have it already, but so often we take it for granted, and we miss the the real essence of it in the process. So this is invitation, and the Lord issues this invitation to all of us on this particular day. Amen.